With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer, your weekly radio show host for the Wake Up With Spirit. And today we are going to be hearing about shamanism and soul restoration um, with Shaman Kimber. Um, I apologize for being late. I injured my back um, on medication that I never take, and I slept right through the alarm, right through the worker people at my house, banging on the door. I mean, I just, okay, I guess that's what muscle relaxants do. So I apologize for being late. So I am not sure which one my guest is calling in from, so I am going to just... um, do a couple of different things here, and hopefully I will find you. Um, let's see. I keep calling the number and will not connect. Okay, I bet this is her. Oh, here we are. Okay, try again. Again, Tama. There was technical difficulty. The host had problems. There was difficulty. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Let me tell you just a little bit about um, what's going on before Shaman Kimber jumps on. Um, so I think this might, let's do what number. So Spirit Seeker is a magazine that has been published for um, 25 years, or 20, 20, right at 25 years. So it'll be 25 years in August. We started as a quarter and um, and then we uh, continued uh, to grow, we went from quarterly to two times, um, two times uh, every other month. I'm sorry, every other month, and then we went to monthly. Um, okay, she says her number is three one four Friday next. Okay, okay, call now, please. Okay, all right. So then we did 28 holistic conferences. We hosted 28 of those um, during. Uh, Okay, she's on here. Okay. All right, Shaman, Kimber, I know you're there. I'm going to bring you on in just a moment. Okay, so we hosted 28 different holistic conferences from 1996 to 2014. We also have the weekly radio show. We used to bring in um, speakers that would just be phenomenal, and we would do that in conjunction um, normally with the the, uh, Holistic Living Expo conferences. It is something that I'm toying with uh, in the future just to do a conference with a small amount of vendors because I did it, you know, for all those years, and I, and I do miss it. I miss getting together with people. I miss, um, we all do, from our sheltering down, you know, with this experience. And it will all be okay again one day. But right now, Spirit Seeker is offering um, classes online and uh, the, are just doing things differently. Okay, so you can find Spirit Seeker online at spiritseeker.com. You can find us in the Whole Foods in Chicago, St. Louis, and we will return to the Whole Foods in Florida when they're open again because they're having um, issues in Florida right now. So for right now, we're in those two cities, and then we've been digital since 1998, so many of our readers are online anyway. 
and we're um, expanding that platform. So we're excited that we um, have still found a way to reach our readers during um, this challenging uh, time when so much has been closed. Okay, so that's that. If you want to call Spirit Seeker, it's 636-530-7579. If you um, want to send an email or join our email newsletter, you can do so through the website. It'll say join our newsletter at the bottom of the front page, or you can just send an email to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to the email list. You are then eligible for books and CDs and DVDs, and um, and you get an email in your email basket, um, in our inbox, I should say, that tells you who the guest is going to be. All right, so that's enough of that. Now, I'm so excited. We are going to hear from Shaman Timber on the topic of soul restoration today. And this is a quote from her. She said, as a shaman, I bring to my clients not only a strong formal training with professional certification, but I also provide spiritual growth and developmental knowledge handed down from ancient Native American spiritual teachings. Through the direction of spirit, I have made it my life's mission to help others clear, renew, and invigorate their spirit, mind, and body for the purpose of realizing their soul's full potential. The website for um, Shaman Kimber is www.shamankimber.com. Okay, so I'm going to bring you on now. Um, I switch for There we go. All right, so Shaman Kimber, thank you for joining us, and I apologize for the late start. I'm not going to go into that, but I'll talk to you about it later. So at any rate, welcome. Hey, thank you, you for there? having me. I'm excited. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, well, we want to know, a lot of people that will be joining us may know a little bit about shamanism or absolutely nothing at all. So I would like, um, or maybe they know a lot. So, but, but since we have a mixed listenership today and always, I'd like you to just act as if they know nothing. So what is a shaman? Just, let's just start with that. That is a very loaded question. I mean, <laughs> I'd be called <laughs> Yes, I mean, I've been called Vidi Singh. This from my uh, Cherokee background, um, on my side, um, soon is a remember I mean probably three years old I just turned 52 yesterday so I last years but um back in my great 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 uh, mother was a shaman of the tribe which back then it was you know medicine or stuff for um spiritual healing and was when I was little so I try to bridge and I'm in all Called shaman, pretty much I don't feel like I fit under one umbrella. I know that my gifts are to help center people, clear people, and do a new And it's been very successful for me. Like I said, I've been doing this ever since I was seven years old. And so was little. And it was like bringing the energy at a level in your body even and it all depends on your you know plays a role in it, but several different things. I know there's a lot of around all the sh- there's so many different um, types of mm-hmm. of taking it down to your soul base and then build from that. 
So when you, um, with your lineage, with your family, with the healers, um, at age seven, what was that like to already know that you, well, because you saw things differently, did people embrace that or did they try and quiet you down? Okay, now my children and and what was I had an interest I had an interesting uh, um the, the Italian side which a lot of fear and because I've always heard I was little everybody was like my father um like embraced it because he knew mom to it because she was afraid that people want to accept me so like a secret I was you know, afraid even though you know I still spent a lot of time by myself you know I talked to all these people that was in my head and I thought it was like literally today I, I'm like can't everybody do this <laughs> like seriously I didn't know any different but my mom brought a lot of fear which when I was 13, 14, that's when I went through a huge transformation in my life because my father passed away when I was 13, and that was kind of with all this. And then went through it with not knowing if I should be doing this. And then finally I woke up like I need this, you know, I need to help people. And it kind of blossomed from there. Wow. So – Okay, so let's let's give an example. Um, you, you know what? You just take it from wherever you want to go, whatever you want to share. And I'll ask questions every once in a while here. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so um, I guess what I would really like to hear, though, like for someone that is like, okay, so what would I go to her for? Um, I know that you're you're taking the souls and kind of remitting it back together. Um, but, but I don't know if that's the right way to explain it. So I, I just want, if you would share, because each shaman is different. Like, like, why don't we share your lineage, who you, a little bit about your background, who you studied with, and how you got from point A to Z. Okay. Well, why don't I go through, like, okay. So my youngest that I see is, like, three months old. And she's 90. Why people come to me, it, I do different things. For one, but I'm vibrational sound therapy. I have like over 200, 200 for the whole body. So I do physical stuff. Like if somebody they broke their ankle and, you know, want to try to heal, you know, to help the healing process, they come to me. Um, it could be something fear-based. I deal with just having a lot of fear in life. Um, so let me bring a question. So when people sign up, they come. Um, I have a conversation with them, try to get to the root of what is going on in their life or in dead-end situations. They don't know what to do. They could be going through a divorce. They could be going, you know, it might be a childhood they have, or it could be a past life situation that they don't understand what's going on. And they lay on a massage table. I don't touch them. And I start doing 
different techniques, Native American frequencies, different vibrations, different chimes, to bring their body to center. And then when I close my eyes, it's like the only way I can is it's like a light bright in my head so I know that our energy fields to reconnect and it's very interesting so I mean I talk to a lot of people in my head so when I say that I mean the stop the, the um, it lasts about 45 minutes close to an hour and this is they want to work on, then that's where, you know, continue therapy or, you know, some people just want a reset once a year. It, it all depends. So it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. All I can do is just as soon as I link into their energy field, then that's where the connection and then if it's long distance, if it's, you know, I do a lot with people also, it, it's just very, um, it's just hard for me to, to do it. You know, yeah, you know, I've had sessions over the years, and I'm, I'm going to try and explain it just from some of the things that I've experienced, and maybe, maybe then um, you can expand upon that. So I studied with um, Morgan uh, Eagle Bear, who's the great, great grandson of, um, Geronimo, and he did black cloth healings, which is a, a different kind of shamanism, but, um, but I watched miracles happen. So he um, used a black cloth, and the person would say what their condition was, what they wanted to work on, um, setting, setting an intention, like maybe they wanted mm-hmm. to clear a, fear of, um, clear a fear of heights or clear a fear of, um, you know, leaving their home, whatever it was. Everybody has different anxieties. And so um, he would have the person lay down and he would put the black cloth on their spine and you could literally see the spine shift wherever the work needed to be done. And then he would use different medicine. If it was um, something that could be scooped out, he would use um, like a bear's paw. You would envision that in your mind. If it was a thing that needed to be um, broken up, sometimes it would be a rattle or a snake. Like, like you could literally see the black cloth change as he, and he never touched the body. It would just be the, the scooping or the, the snake medicine or different animal medicine, um, whichever the technique was, break up whatever the congestion um, or the stuckness was in the body. Um, I've also worked with an Australian Aboriginal shaman, and she, um, she just was something. She did rapid trance drumming and rattles and uh, chanting. Um, she she was at age nine. She'd been autistic until age nine. And then at age nine, she took on speaking and her aunt took on the silence. And so, um, and then she became a Buddhist nun and all this. But that all led to her ultimately doing healing work with people. Um, so it's very different. Some Every shaman is different. And um, and from you, like having that gift since age seven, that doesn't surprise me. That's how most shamans are. They're very, very aware at a young age. So you're you're using intuition, but you're also using your lineage of what you've learned through um, through your family's you know background, and then who you are drawn to as a as a, you know as a student who um, you know to teach you. So so does it kind of sound similar, like? Um, I, I, everyone's different. I know that, uh, Kimber. I know that. So, 
Um, do you want to add to that or detract from that? Maybe I didn't explain it very well. No, you explained it well. And, you know, I work with, and I call call it they, meaning spirit, to try to, as far as my guides, everybody asks me, well, who are you talking to? I work with a of shaman. And it's very interesting because I don't know, I can't make one coming together. I mean, I have the feeling and, and a lot of them talk to me like you and it's it's hard to wrap your mind around it because it was me in school because I was hearing so much, but I knew that if I said something, people would look at me like, oh, she needs to go. So it's hard. You know, there's always just my family. Lucky even be able to talk. There was so much chatter in my head. I just took it as a joke and laughed. <laughs> so it's like, so right. Interesting. Yeah. So I totally get what you're saying. And my, I honestly, I close my eyes and I feel like direct conduit. That's the only way I can explain it, you know, and give a word. I let spirit take control and they do what they need to do. And then I, you know, steal right. them and I put a shield. I put a shield. A lot of people, um, don't know how to keep grounded and they don't know how to shield themselves from negativity. I mean, there's a lot of fear base and then you got attachments. You have, you know, the, we talk on and on about, you know, certain things, but um, I love the way you looked at it like a symphony, you know, and that's where I brought forks involved. Like everybody has different energies and vibrations and energy flows, you know, like, a river, and it mainly can address, you know, your emotion and, um, you know, different thermal, you know, but you hit it on the head. Everybody's different, and it's based on a belief system. I, I mean, I truly believe that if you, you, you know, if a person can help you, it will happen regardless. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very yeah, interesting, it's, it's, you know, how energy works. Well, and then, you know, what what is fascinating is most people are not aware of their guides and helpers, benevolent helpers around them. And so, you know, whenever you do this kind of work, you're tapping in, you're bringing your whole tribe, your whole group of helpers, and then you're tagging into the person's helpers. And so it does become a symphony. And, um, and you know, I – you know, I'm psychically gifted, uh, Kimber. And so my kids are like, because I say, well, what I heard is blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, what you heard is. <laughs> they oh, yeah. Fun of me. <laughs> okay, you know, oh, you heard. So so who was talking to you? I'm like, I'm not sure, but that's what I heard. <laughs> and, you know, they would just go, oh, my gosh, our mother. But now they know better. Now they just know, you know, that that's kind of, because they're all psychically gifted. It comes, you know, down my mom's lineage. And and that's where the Cherokee medicine um, comes from too. And my my mom's mom was a healer, and she would have the people come to her, and they would um, she, she, uh, kind of a strange gift that she had. She would remove warts, so people would come that had been to everyone had them burned off, cauterized. You know, you know how it is when you have uh, if you ever had a wart. And so they would come, and the and this last one that came to her was a famous violinist. And he was having trouble playing because of of these warts. And so 
they would come, she would see where they were located, they would leave, and they would be healed. And, you know, then my grandmother joined the Church of the Nazarene, and they told her that that was the work of the devil, so she stopped all that. But um, but one day I asked her, I said, um, my stepfather who had adopted me when I was um, six years old had this wart in his ear, and it was the ugliest thing you've ever seen. And it had been cut off, burned up, you know, with all the stuff, and it would come back. And so I said, Grandma, can you please take that wart out of Dad's ear? Now, Cynthia Diane, that's what she called me, Cynthia Diane, you know I don't do that anymore. I said, I know, Grandma, but it's me. I'm asking you this because it's embarrassing. It's so ugly, and, and he doesn't like it. And come on, Grandma, I won't tell anybody. And she goes, you know I can't do that. And she just smiled. Well, the wart went away. Of course it did. And so when I came back, because I used to go sit with my grandmother once I could drive, once I was 16 and had a car, I'd go sit with my grandmother many nights and just on her front porch. She never had a TV. She always had a radio. She had a garden that was, you know, phenomenal, flowers everywhere. And she uh, crocheted and sewed. That was her, That was, and listened to the radio. And so this one night I was there and I said, Grandma, thank you so much for um, doing that for Dad. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. But she had a smile on her face. <laughs> So, like, that's a weird way to use your gifts. But she became known for that, and she helped many people. And she helped other things, too. But, you know, it came in the in the version of they came to her for that, but she knew that they needed other help, too, which is what a shaman does. And I'm not saying my grandmother was a shaman, but what I'm saying is that she had this gift, and she was the seventh child of 12, and she was born with a call over her face. And when what a call, if you don't know what it is, listeners, is it's like a film. Like like normally the baby's in the placenta sac is born and the sac falls away and there's like, like uh, they call it, uh, Bernix Casey also, it's like a cheese-like stuff on their skin that protects them while they're floating in the water. Well, when you have a call, they have to literally cut through it because it's your face is hidden. It's like a thick something in addition to the um, to the sack, and as a sign of someone who's very gifted um, psychically is what I've been told. And being the seventh child is also a symbol. So the way my grandmother knew this um, with her gift was there was a medicine man in Kentucky where everyone, she, she lived on, on Golden Pond, and then later that um, land was taken over by the TVA, the Tennessee Valley Authority. But when she was little, she'd go to this man that everyone in the everyone in the village or in that area went to for healing and she said to him can you teach me what you know and he said Jesse you're the seventh child um, the seventh daughter and he said you were born with a call we both know and you will learn that you have this gift you don't have to really be taught you just already know it but I mean he let her come over and stuff like that but you know so so Kimber you had this gift from very young and then you just found the teachers, right? Is that how you just like asked for prayed and asked for the teachers and then they showed up or do you want to share a little bit about that part of your journey? Well, the, the teachers is interesting because I, Oh, am I cutting out? Yeah, just a little bit every once in a while. Okay. Okay. So um, the teachers I had were like I the actual person per se they it was people that was already in you know that I worked with ever since I was little so the main thing that they I did a lot of writing when I was little and trying 
my head around what they told me and what I felt. Um, and it was very interesting. <laughs> and I created a lot of things like this where 911 for the soul in, in fruition, you know, where I go uh, living the four C's, a challenge to commit. There's a lot of different things that happen um, through my life. And they would say certain words, universal imprint. It's like when I was little, I didn't even know or how to get my head wrapped around that. And I would write like little things and then back and then I would, that's where soul restoration came in, where I took all these little things that I was feeling in my head and listening to and created, that's where soul restoration came in. Basically, as far as my um, education, it was through spirit. Like I said, I just closed my eyes and, you know, plugged in. And then to this, I was able to do, and it it was like, okay, that's something new. It's something, I guess, training for me. And that's why I'm trying, you know, a lot of people want me to teach, but it's kind of hard. For, now, I can teach certain things, but the tuning forks, it's hard to hear the rhythm in my head. So it'd be hard um, to teach someone that. But as far as other things um, that I know, you know, I would love to teach and I, like, grouped it all together and said, Journey for Your Soul was the name of the class. Mm-hmm. When I would go in town, I would, you know, do a category and take it from there. So as far as, you know, now my healthcare background, you know, med, you know I'm always so you're cutting out just a little bit. You're cutting out every once in a while. Yeah. So my mom okay, always now you're back. pushed me. Okay, my mom always pushed me to go in the medical field just in case if I was ever challenged. And so that helped me. You know, I worked in the medical field for almost 20 years. And so that about people's mind. Um, I was very interested. And I did a lot on the mind, especially hypnosis always fascinated me. And I did get my uh, back in 2010 for a uh, hypnotherapist, but I just wanted the knowledge that wanted to do that for a living but it always the mind always fascinated me and that's where quantum physics and everything so I <laughs> I grouped a lot of stuff together um, this. and like I said then I was like okay now if you do people why not animals and so I pretty much try to treat everybody that has a soul literally mm-hmm. you name it right well, and you are, and you know, I'm, awesome. I'm sorry, what, what I said, you and I, a lot of, um, similarities, which is amazing. Oh, I know. Right. We, we still are going to get together, you know, <laughs> so here, here's the thing, you know, I started off as a nurse and then that segued into, and oftentimes healers, um, that have done healing work in other lifetimes. They'll, they'll be drawn to the healing field. and But I realized quickly that the biggest part of the nursing that I loved was teaching and helping the person understand what was going on inside. You know, like 
they didn't understand that this condition that they have came from an imbalance somewhere else. Like it wasn't just the condition. It wasn't just give me a pill, cut that out. It was, you know, like it was a bigger, bigger, deeper awareness. And so I would explain about the test, what, what the test was for and what they, what they would know afterwards. And um, so that they would understand when they're going into a PET scan or they'd understand when they're going into, you know, to have an upper GI or whatever. And, but, but quickly I realized that the part I loved the most was giving the back rub, you know, like I was one of those nurses that did total patient care. So if they needed a bedpan, they got it. If they needed a shot, they got it. If they needed a, you know, whatever, I did everything. And I really enjoyed that form of nursing, but I was drawn to the other dimensions of healing. And so, yeah, um, I mean, and I just kept studying. I'm still studying. And, you know, I'm trained in the tuning forks. I'm actually a teacher in holographic, holographic sound healing with the crystal bowls. I'm a teacher with the tuning forks. And I've not ever taught either one of those. I taught tuning forks one time because it's a very personal thing. And sometimes in healing work, like you learn, but then you do it your way anyway because you listen to spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Correct. So it's like, it's like, it's like when I've trained to be a real estate agent, I'll never forget every agent said after you, after you get your license, okay, now forget everything you learned, and now you're going to really learn how to be an agent. It's like you had to exactly. learn what, you, what it took to pass the test, but the real thing with real estate was like some total, uh, totally different dimension, which is totally true. I mean, you know the basics, but the rest of it is, you know, really being present and, you know, in listening. And luckily with my psychic gifts, it helps me with my negotiations. You know, I don't tell everybody that, but most of my clients are spirit seeker people. So they kind of know I have, I have those um, skills. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that you trained with the hypnotherapy in the medical field at all, that, that adds a component to everything that you're doing. Um, so you know that um, people really just want to be helped and they want to be heard. And that's really what, what all of this is about. We want to, if someone has a fear, they don't want that fear. They want to move past it. Or if they've had, um, like right now, the reason I was late is I have this, I have a physical condition going on right now. Um, and so let me ask you, uh, Kimber, are you, do you work um, remotely? Like, do you, like, I know you normally work in person, but what are you doing during the shelter down? Are you working uh, by Skype or just by on the phone or what are you doing? Well, actually I do sessions at night uh, for people, you know, I get to me. So I do do long distance work, um, energy work. Okay. Through Skype, um, yes, people, my St. Louis office in Brentwood, we're, I'm probably going to open back uh, next week, but it's going, I like it because it's a controlled environment, so it's one person, sanitized, you know, everybody wears a mask. That Chicago, I had to, like, literally uh, shut my office down because it's it's still really bad and it's like um trying you know keep paying rent and not being able to use them. i share right. um, with a lot of social workers and so the waiting room thing to bring clients so yes i do a lot of right right now i do a lot of skype chat yeah i've never used is your favorite friend now <laughs> so i've been <laughs> using a lot room. of that yeah, the Zoom yeah. room. And 
actually it's very because I, you know, I still cars. It's just people like, okay, what are you, what are you in, in the mood for? And you know, keep it what people want. But yeah, I'm getting a, I'm getting a lot of calls um, actually for long distance healing, which, which again, I love, but love this person though. It's more of a, I, I just, I'm, I'm a social butterfly when it comes to that because I. Mm-hmm. feeling other people so kind of a different you know a different I guess venture with uh-huh. and everything going so you know I had to do a lot of different things I was like okay I want to see it and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> like, hmm, I know we've all yeah yeah we've all had to change the way we do our work I mean a lot of my remote work was um I would talk to the person and then um, they would set their intention, and I would um, ask if there was anything else. And then, you know, then I would, they would, they would, they would agree that they would stay put, like lie down, no distractions, for the agreed upon time. And then, um, and then I would ask them to then relax and stay quiet for another, you know, another fifteen minutes at least before they pop back up. Um, so that they can integrate the sessions. And so I've been doing much more remote work, but now I'm actually using my Zoom room, um, which has brought a whole different dimension to it. Um, but, you know, th- we all have to adjust. And um, so, so today, if you have a question, listeners, any of you have a question that you want to ask on the air, all you have to do is um, press one star or one pound, either one, but one star is what we normally use. And then I will bring you on the air so that you can ask a question. Um, but, but Timber, the reason I was late today is I've had, I had this condition about three and a half weeks ago. I had a, a huge amount of emotional stuff going on with um, making some decisions on my forward path. And I had been, you know, 26 years of living in the same house. I'd been lifting and tugging and going through boxes and dragging trash cans out of the house and then up and over into a trash can. And the right side of my back into my hip just rebelled. And so I, I really calmed everything down, but I knew there was an emotional component. It wasn't just the physical. I felt it and knew it, tried to work with it on my own and was okay for a while. And then it came out of nowhere yesterday morning, like to where I couldn't hardly walk again. And um, so I took, I don't normally ever take any kind of, I take very little medicine. So I took three muscle relaxants yesterday because I couldn't function. Totally slept right through my alarm because my body's not used to that. Um, so I apologize. But, but when oh, you no like problem. just listen, yeah. But listening, just listening to me, can you kind of like feel like what I'm describing with your with your oh, listening ears I mean, and your healing ears? Oh yeah, totally need cleared. I mean, there's a lot of, and you know what they're telling me? They literally telling me, which I know all the past life, that a lot of the movement and everything is bringing from a past of a past life. You past life? It's just a past life that you had. That's where I'm okay. coming from. And I know you know a lot about that, but there's um it's triggering a past life, which of course we can get rid of. I mean, as soon as I open up the offices, I'd love to see you. Hell I'll do a treatment on you. I don't care. Uh, just so <laughs> Oh, seriously. So you know exactly what yeah. what I do, which it's best to you know, 'cause it, it's something um and actually it, it is it is deep. I'm saying onion, 
but it's it's to the core. But that's coming from a fast flight. They're moving, and I, it's the uncertainty uh, around it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be very all your life. So it, it's just they're telling me you need to shut the book and start a whole new book, not add a chapter. The, this is a good thing for you. It's going to be what I think of when I'm just, I mean, I'm just shutting it down. I'm like finished with this part. And, you know, so, so you just saw that just through listening. So, so listeners, this is how this works. Like Kimber has ears and the gifts that she can just, to, and you just did, you just tuned right in to everything that is going on. And it's not adding another chapter. It truly is. Like I, I do believe, even though I'm not leaving St. Louis now, I just feel, because where am I going to go? Oh, you want to go to Florida? Oh, great. You want to go visit your son in Chicago? Uh, no, I don't think so. You want to go to California that's on the uprise again? No, I think I'll stay right here until spirit guides me on where to go. And so I've manifested the perfect spot to stay. That's not an accident. You know, it just, everything lines up when we surrender and we listen and are willing and that, to make, yeah, go ahead. Well, and it's, it's very true. Like I'm doing a lot of fire ceremonies and I don't know if you're aware of that, but um, I do them at night. Um, I do have another location in St. Louis that I can do them um, and it's trying because a lot of the Chicago people want to come and see me in St. Louis. I mean, it's four and a half hours, which it would help, you know, them. And they're all talking about jumping in a bus and driving down. Now, I don't know how that's going to work, but I want to, you know, I wanted to get together with you, have a, you know, we could do a retreat. I know different properties and, you know, you know, a lot of people as far as bringing other practitioners and do a teaching, you know, there's so much stuff that is opening up for everyone. And the main thing is they're telling me that you're going to start a whole new book that, you know, once you visit or visualize you shutting everything down, like that's the past and now it will get rid of that past life, but I'll, I'll definitely clear you. I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be like, yeah. Don't tell her what I'm going to tell you. Right. Like I said, I opened up and what, and that's one thing about me. Um, I, I never, you know, think of myself as a psychic or a medium because I can't make stuff come to people. So, you know, if a, if a loved one has a direct message, usually they'll chime in, but I'm more of a healing aspect of spirit. But like I said, some people just will keep on repeating and repeating and repeating until I say it. And then because they need to hear this, you know, so um, I, and I love that you have that, you know, ability as now see my thing is, is I can't make it happen. And so who knows what they're going to get when you work with me, (laughs) you know, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? You know, and I tell people, they're like, what do I expect? What do I expect? And I go, don't expect a thing, and this is going to blow you away. And I always tell people that their first time. And and they're like, oh, whoa. And and it's like, no telling. I have an hour with you. No telling what's going to happen. But you're going to feel it, and you're going to know it's real. So it's, it's awesome. Right. But yeah, that's right. nothing but a thing. We gotta get we gotta get your new book open. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I am so ready. But but the pain, all right, so this pain, is it resistance or is it just I'm over it never mind. I just got it. It's all balled into one. So Oh yeah, I just it's, need it's, to, it's like, several things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I get it. So, so it, it's funny. They, they said, hug a tree. You'll feel better. Yeah, they I literally just told me to tell you that. Right. Okay. Yeah, which means I'm not grounded. What did I do the other day? I forget what I did, and I went, oh, I fell. I turned quickly, and I literally fell in my living room. And, and it was just I moved. I was moving too quickly, and I, I changed directions. And it was just like in life, I, I'm moving too quickly and I cha- I'm changing direction totally. And so your analysis, your just like quick analysis there has given me insight into all of this. And it's like, you know, some of it you kind of intuitively know, but you can't see. Like um, Thoreau said, trying to see objectively about yourself is trying to see 360 degrees. You know, it's impossible. We all, no matter how gifted we are, we need others to help us too. And um, and sometimes we're too close to it. And, you know, so that's the gift of a shaman. You know, when you come, you sometimes will know what you're going to work on, but other times, the, I mean, like you just helped me. Don't even try and add another chapter. Just close this book and start fresh. And that's, and people keep saying to me lately, well, now that you're retiring, and I'm just like, what? Like, why do people think you're I'm not retiring? retiring. <laughs> you're not retiring. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But, you know, but. But but when you do shut something down, like and then my chiropractor is like yesterday, you know, as he's trying to like put me together, he says, he says, well, I don't mean retire, but you're retiring from taking care of a huge house and all that goes with that, all those kids you raised and all that stuff. And he says, so kind of I look at your retiring because that's like a big big deal to take care of all that. And I'm like, you're telling me. So um, so I'm remitting my life back together in a whole new way, and it's. It, it really is like close the chapter and start fresh. And I'll, you know, of course you bring parts of your past along with you, but when you can reconceive at that level, this is like a soul transformation and this is the soul healing that you're talking about. And like, and they're okay. And I keep on, when I close my eyes with you, I see a goat and what a goat means, what is represented in my lingo being sheer footed. And you got to, you know, like you have to recognize what is around you at all times, even your house. That's probably why you feel like you're being clumsy and stuff, because certain things is throwing your balance off. And it's just like, again, I'm excited for you because you you're you're going to go to a whole different level, which is amazing. And a lot of people are yeah, and a lot of people are, I mean, 2020 is a year of change. I mean, they told me that five years ago. And, you know, there's a lot of things that, um, and people just need to look within themselves and say, okay, time for a reset. Regardless of how you get it, it's time to just re- reset your own life, and it will take you, you know, so much further. Like I said, this, this right now um, is just showing a different uh, what life is about, with thank God for technology right now. I mean, what would we do? <laughs> I mean, seriously. So it, it's like people just need to open themselves more. And they're telling me, I mean, since this pandemic, I don't watch the news. I'm not, you know, negativity. I stay away from drama and negativity. I'm just in my own little world. And, you know, you got to make do what you, you know, but the, there's so much more that's going to happen in 2020. I just don't want people thinking it's doomsday because it's not, you know. So I, I'm, I'm excited for you. Like, 
there's going to be a lot of things going on for you, which is going to be amazing. It's just wrapping your mind around it. Okay. And what about right. the man coming? What is this about the man coming, they said? Oh, my. I would very much enjoy that. Okay. Um, <laughs> hello? Really? You see um, that? No, the Yo, I see it big time. Again, we got to open your core to it. You block it a lot. So we got to get your uh, swing swing on, girl. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. I've been a mom no. for a long time, and I've just been, I don't know. It's just been a lot of things. A lot of things. And they're all excuses. You know, like, okay, so you have breast cancer, and, you know, you and you broke a leg. I mean, it used to be, oh, so I'm going to date, or are they going to bring, um, you know, they're going to take my wheelchair and my, I mean, I broke a lot of things and it was all part of the process. I mean, until I figured out that, you know, I didn't have to get hurt to slow down. I didn't have to get to hurt to let people help me. And, you know, I think that's what this whole thing is right now. It's like, I have five bookshelves of books and about 10 more boxes of books. And they all, I'm only keeping one bookshelf of books going forward and the rest I'm letting go. So it's like, what do you do all of these books? And, you know, I used to have students every week when I was teaching, I would put a stack out and just help yourself to whatever you want. Well, now we, we're not really supposed to be doing all that. So I'm just going to do a virtual book thing. I think I'm just going to take a picture of about 10 books, put it online and say, make an offer. If you want it, it's on the porch. Like, I don't even care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's anything. I just want the book to right. go to people that will appreciate them. So I think that's how I'm going to do it. And, um, and I just need to know that people will show up to help me. And that's how it works. But I just haven't asked for that, you know, to be called in because I don't have a contract as yet. But there's supposed to be a contract coming this week. So, but, but see, that's fabulous about the guy. I was told that if I went to Florida, I was going to meet the guy. Well, I don't want to go to Florida right now. And, you know, maybe in time I will. I don't really feel like it's a matter of going any particular area. I think it's just going to come to me is what. Um, and, and you're right. I have to be ready. So what, so can you explain to the listeners? So they're like, what is she talking about? What, what she's saying is I, I block it and she as the shaman will know intuitively where in my body I'm blocking it. It could be through my mind. It could be through my heart. It could be through my sex organs. It could be through my solar plexus, you know, the, the whole thing of personal power and, you know, and, and what I've attracted in the past. Oh my goodness! Our show is almost over. So, are you so kidding what me? What she's saying is she will. Yeah, because we started ten minutes wow. late because of Cindy Meyer oversleeping. So oh. I know the hour goes by so fast. I'm going to have you back as a guest again because it just went by so fast. Um, so, so what? Sha, what Shaman Kimber is saying is that she will know intuitively um, with her guides and angels, and of course mine right there with her. She'll know where to go in with the sound, where to go in with whatever magic does. So, um, so how, okay, shamankimber.com, and then do you have a Facebook page or any other way for them to reach you? Actually, I just give out my number. Um, you can give me at shamankimber at gmail.com is my email address. And then my phone number, which is my business phone number, is 314-775-4023. Okay, great. And please like um the uh, Spirit Seeker Magazine Facebook page. And if you go to blogtalkradio.com 
forward slash Cindy Meyer, which is C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. There are over 400 of these interviews archived. You can listen to them any hour of the day or night. You can re-listen to this one if there's a piece you're like, what did she say about that? Um, it becomes a podcast. So, Kimber, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you. Please share about this show. The more people we have listened, the more promotion Blog Talk gives us. So it's it's good. I'm at almost 100,000 listeners for my radio shows over the last 10 years. So, you know, that's kind of a lot. You know, um, it's actually more than that because I switched platforms. Um, but on this Blog Talk platform, it's over, I'm, I'm just hovering almost at 100,000 listens. And then, um, and that's just the people that they can track on the phone. That's not the internet ones because a lot of people listen to the internet. So thank you, thank you, everyone. Um, I will have Shelley Wilson, uh, author, Reiki master teacher, and psychic um, next week. She works at Lilydale and lots of other places. We'll be doing readings on the air. So Kimber, I'm going to tag in with you very soon. Um, I'm finishing up the uh, July issue of the magazine, and then after that, I have a little bit of a reprieve. And by then, uh, I'm sure your office will be open and you'll be seeing me. So thank you, thank you for being Perfect. my guest. Thank you, everyone. And have a fabulous day, and go hug a tree. It will ground you, and it will help connect you to Mother Earth, and you'll, you'll feel the difference. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you. We have a plus. Um, Kimber, just thank you so much for all your gifts and sharing them with us. Okay, namaste. Internal love, Cindy. Okay. Oh, my gosh, I love that you say that. Okay, eternal love to you, too. Okay. Thank you, thank you. All right. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Um, we'll be back on the air next week. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.